Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor, thank you for listening today. Let's get techy. Let's get techy. This is number three in a series about being creative, getting creative in your studying, getting creative in your information management, getting creative in how you prepare for tests and quizzes and papers and midterms and finals and all that other exciting stuff that we deal with as students and as parents helping our students to succeed. So today in this episode, I'm going to talk about technology. And let me start by saying this is a little bit of a double-edged sword. Technology can be really, really useful. Some people argue it can be a distraction. People will say, well, you know, there were schools for thousands of years and they didn't have computers and everybody seemed to learn just fine. Uh, I am a little bit in the middle. My opinion is I think when the technology is used correctly and properly, it's really, really helpful. When it isn't, I'm not so sure. But we're going to talk about the quote-unquote good side of it today. Uh, so here's where we're going to start. Let's talk about how a student, regardless of grade level, as long as there's computers available and a student knows how to use one, it's an, it can be an asset. So I'm going to try to keep this a little bit generic. There may be some examples uh, that go grade by grade. But close first thing is, we in the maximum education side, when I'm talking about taking action, helping you to do things to help your child or you as a student to maximize your education, we focus on time management, which you can certainly do with technology. We certainly talk, so focus on information management, which certainly can be done through technology. And we talk about having a daily success action plan. And technology can push you along with that as well. So I can tell you that there already is a lot of technology in schools. Almost every school system has some sort of portal where students and or parents can log in, check your homework, check your grades, check your assignments, probably communicate with the teacher. The teacher can communicate to the class. And it just makes things a lot easier that way. So assuming that most people have access to that and are using it, some of the things I'm going to try to get into might be add-ons to that or sort of secondary to that. But, but it's, it's, here's where we're going to start. The most probably prevalent platform out there is the whole Google suite. And Google generously provides this typically for free to the average student. Schools sometimes pay licenses for it. But I'm talking things like Google Documents, Google Sheets, Google Forms, uh, the Google PowerPoint-ish program. And the beauty of this, the beauty of these is really simple, is A, they're very, very portable. You can have it on a, a laptop. You can have it on a desktop. You can have it on a Chromebook. You can have it on a phone. Also, the collaboration, the ability for multiple people to be working on it at the same time or uh, to, uh, in parts, you know, so you can have collaboration and also the ability to, to submit the work and uh, things like this directly through the platform. So the Google platform, very effective, very simple. It's basically things most people are using anyway, a word processor essentially, 
sometimes spreadsheets, PowerPoints, presentation documents. Uh, again, this is really more about action. This is about organizing. So let's say you need to take notes. You, you, you need to make an outline. Well, you can make the outline using a pad and paper and a notebook and a pencil, or maybe you would choose to make the outline in the Word document or in the Google document. Advantages and disadvantages on both sides, but sometimes it's easier to do it using your technology because it's easier to edit. You can always print it and then write a note take on there directly. Same with all these other things. A great information management tool, which I use and I recommend to all my students, something called Evernote. And just as a caveat, I guess, uh, I don't have any particular uh, or no financial connection to them. I just think it's a really good program. Once again, multi-platform, phone, computers, desktop. It's an information uh, management program. You can add notes to it. You can do screenshots. You can go to web pages and memorize them or memorize them into the software. You can organize things by keywords and folders and things like that. Other programs do this as well. I just happen to like the simplicity of this program. So for example, uh, when I plan my podcasts, I make a folder for each one. So episode 28, get creative part three, I put notes in there. I have screenshots in there. I have website links in there. I can go back in, change the order of them, uh, add to them, annotate them, draw pictures on them, all sorts of cool stuff. And this is all happening in this utility called Evernote. There's a free version which is pretty much all that almost anybody's going to need. They do have an upgraded premium version, which is mostly just having access to more memory, which I don't think the typical student would need. So we've got the Google Suites. In my view, we've got Evernote. The, another really nice program, and I've mentioned this before on podcasts, is Quizlet or Quizlet-like programs. If you're not familiar with it, think digital flashcards. Think the ability to enter information into a system, and then the system essentially makes flashcards, but it can also do all sorts of neat things with them. It can make uh, quizzes. It can make uh, ways that it tests you beyond just the card. So it can show you one side of the card, or it can show all the words, and you have to fill in the blanks and things like this. So you've got another really nice piece of technology there. Very accessible, once again, typically free, and things you can use. I'm going to throw one more in here. Uh, which is a program called Zoom. Zoom, Z-O-O-M. Zoom is similar to Skype or FaceTime uh, in that it is an online collaboration uh, meeting place. So if you have somebody you need to work with, I do a lot of my online tutoring using, using Zoom. But maybe you're a student and you have another student who you need to do a group project with and it's just inconvenient to meet or you have a different schedule than them and you have practice after school and they don't and they have stuff at night and you don't. Uh, great online collaborative tool. Again, there's a free version. It's probably all you're ever going to need. There is an upgraded premium version, but it has video, has audio, has some interesting uh, other little utilities you can use. Uh, but great for that time saver. Really nice time saver because it's convenient, especially if you have a younger child or you're a younger child, you don't able to get transportation all the time and move around like that. Another one, Zitebord, Z-I-T-E-B-O-A-R-D.com. Again, free version, premium version. This is essentially an online collaborative whiteboard. 
where you could have a board, you could invite people to it, you can take notes on it, you can paste pictures into it, uh, you can do math on it, you can do all kinds of cool stuff with it. Again, something I use frequently when I am working with students. So I could go on and on about all of these, but they all have value and they're all there to help you organize information. They're all there to help you manage your time when used properly. You don't want the tools to get in the way of the results. You want the tools help you to get to the results more quickly and more efficiency, efficiently. Those of you who are uh, subscribers and fans of the podcast, and by the way, thank you. Uh, no, I am all about trying to do things a little bit differently because taking that action will help you to maximize your education. And when I say differently, I don't mean differently for the sake of it. I mean, just looking at the information in different ways, looking at the same basic information four or five ways because you do not know exactly how you're going to get tested on it all the time. So let's just review. Available technology, basically all this will be at no cost. The Google Suite, you do need a Gmail account, but it's basically free. We've got Evernote, we've got Quizlet, we've got Zoom, we've got Sightboard. If you have any questions, please take action, reach out, email me, S-G-R-E-E-N-E at makethegrade.net, M-A-K-E-T-H-E, G-R-A-D-E.net. Check out the website, makethegrade.net. Hit me up on social media at makethegrade or Dr. Stephen Green. Consider joining the Make the Grade communities. There's the Make the Grade success community, the Make the Grade resource community, uh, both there to help people to maximize their education and to help you to reach your goals. So, Dr. Stephen Green, thank you. Thank my subscribers. If you have anything to say, please comment or reach out to me. I appreciate everybody who shared the podcast because I do believe the more people that get this information, the more people out there who can maximize their goals. Thank you again. See you next time. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.